In the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, in volume 8, this is letter number 2594, Baruch Hashem, the 13th day of Nisan, Shalom Ibracha. The Rebbe says, I was pleasant, pleasant to me to receive your letter from dated the third day of Nisan, and I see that all the false accusations and uh, uh, did not affect you. I guess they were struggling with uh, with uh, maybe op- opponents, maybe with some misnagdim to Hasidus. I don't know exactly what the opposition was, but the Rebbe says it, he was happy to read that it didn't impact them. And he says, it's already known, there was a ruling in the heavenly court that whenever it comes to a matter of Torah, fear of heaven, Yerushalayim, good character traits, those who are tied and follow in the footsteps of the Alter Rebbe and those leaders that follow him will always be on the top. Which meaning, if you have a battle for Yiddishkeit and Yerushalayim, Yiddishtovus, you will succeed. That's been ruled in the heavenly court. It's also brought down in the name of the Mittler Rebbe. It was printed in the book of Kitsurim Vahoris Tatanya, the end of chapter, page 122. Now, we have to realize there are other streams in Judaism. And whenever one uh, a group or becomes very influential, very successful, this inevitably brings up the wrath and the anger, the jealousy sometimes from other groups. So a lot of times you have to fight and battle for things, you know, and of course everybody dresses it up with... Uh... So the Rebbe says, look, we have a special privilege in our generation. We are the generations on the heels of the Mashiach. That although, this is an expression of the Talmud, there's a lot of brazency, there's a lot of chutzpah. There's a lot of chutzpah. And mostly, the Rebbe says, the chutzpah is not rational. It's just plain chutzpah. You know, sometimes people have Chutzpah, but I guess it makes a little sense. Sometimes it's just plain chutzpah. And it's brought down. So, while we see these all these oppositions, but yet, on the other hand, we see how Hashem, blessed Hashem, leads us in a way which is beyond nature. So anybody who tries to stand up against our holy leaders, their end is bitter both physically and spiritually. The Rebbe says, don't start off with the Lubavitcher Rebbe's. <laughs> yeah, they were oppositions over there. He says, while there's a lot of chutzpah, but we see that starting up is not good for those people who start up. Halavai, they should do, Rebbe doesn't wish them any bad chaz v'shom. He says, I wish they would do a complete teshuva, a true very soon, the Rebbe says, if they want to do tshuva, there is nothing that stands in the way of tshuva. And you can actually turn from the total judgment 
to complete kindness and mercy from Hashem. Basically, I'm assuming that something negative happened to those people that came out to fight against Chabad, against their institution. And the Rebbe says, well, if they do tshuva, you can turn around immediately. Then he asks an interesting question. You know, when we have the Amida, we're not supposed to, uh, we're supposed to stand like a, a servant in front of the master, and we're not supposed to talk or say anything else in the prayers. There's one ex- exception, there's one play- prayer which is called the prayer of Shema Kuleinu, listen to our voice. When a person says Shema Kuleinu, it says in the Shulchan Aruch, although it's not that much practiced, but it's, it, there is an allowance. Uh, so it says that um, you can add certain prayers that you want. I can ask a, a refua for a certain person, a healing. You can ask for uh, any, anything that's on your heart, for a shirach or something. A uh, person needs a marriage, whatever it is. But you could ask your personal matters in the Brulesk Mishmakalein. So the person came up with an idea. What did he come up with the idea? He says, in that case, what happens, you know, when the chazan comes to Kedusha, he says Kedusha. But being that you're in the middle of the Amida, the rule is you have to stay silent. And just listen, you can't answer because in the middle of the Amida, you're not allowed to interrupt. But since if you happen to be standing in the prayer of Shmakuleinu, that's where you're up to. So it seems like you should be able to include uh, part of the kedusha that you can't answer as part uh, of a base that you can ask what you need. So you'll say it in a way of. Bakosha, ask Hashem, oh please Hashem, Nagdishov and let you know just to include it. So that's the way you won't be missing out on the Kedusha because you can't answer. So he's asking the Rebbe if this is something appropriate to if you're standing by Shmakalainu and the Chazan is saying Kedusha, can you incorporate your uh, uh the, the Kedusha within a sort of a request to Hashem? And then you would be allowed to say it during the uh, your silent Amida while you're supposed to be silent. So the Rebbe says, if, if we should follow this logic, so then in the blessing of Shemayat Filah, you should be able to interrupt for everything. So why are we saying that we can only say Beg uh, to requesting Hashem. If you can incorporate within a uh, while begging Hashem something else, so then there's no limit really. So then you can interrupt in Shemea Tefillah for everything. So why is there a stipulation that you can only say things that are a request? So it seems like you can't make that trick. You can't. It's really a request, something different than just adding things. Rabbi says, 
haven't been brought down in any uh, any of the codifiers such a novelty that go ahead and include whatever you want just because you're going to incorporate it within a request to Hashem. So that's why the Rebbe says it doesn't see to me, to me this uh, this instruction. Uh, and the Rebbe says uh, this is something which we shouldn't, maybe the Rebbe says, why not? Because maybe we should not try to make a trick where you don't have to. Sometimes, you know, we do things when you have to do it in not in a straight way, we get around, even halachically, you know, like you have a tax loophole, you know, it's legal, you know, you don't believe me, ask. <laughs> it says to use a legal loophole, uh, it's only when you need to, when halacha need to, but in this case, just stay silent, listen to the chazan, when he finishes kedusha, then you move on, you do the regular thing. So here, uh, the Rebbe is uh, very uh, pleased about hearing that they tried to disrupt, that you didn't allow them to uh, uh, to affect you. And the Rebbe says, you see nowadays that the matter of Torah and Yiddishkeit, the Hasid is going to be on the, they'll have the upper hand. And notwithstanding, the Rebbe says that we see there's a lot of brazency and chutzpah, and unrational chutzpah, but yet also we see that Hashem leads beyond nature, that anybody who starts up has problems, both physically and spiritually. But the Rebbe says they can do tshuva and intermediately turn around things in the other way. As far as Shmakulainu, the Rebbe says not to incorporate the Kedusha if he's in that prayer. Interesting.